Okay, we're going to start here at the top of Daf Lamed Beis Amud Aleph. We just finished with the Mishnah. The Mishnah was discussing <coughs> about a Nazir who uh, took a Ned Nizirut. And we said in the ratio of the Mishnah, this was a person who took a Ned Nizirut and then violated the Ned Nizirut. And <coughs> after violating the Ned Nizirut, we say, what does he have to do in order to get Hataras HaChacham? So our Mishnah says that we count all the days that he was uh, violating the nether, they still still in place even when we are requesting a Taras Kachal here. Now the Quran says, Mani must need son at the top of Lamed Beis Aleph. Who's the author of our Mishnah? Lo Rabbi Yossi, Velo Rabbanon. Both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbanon cannot be the authors of our Mishnah. Why is that? The Tanya of Ebraisa. Mishnah Darvarvar Niziruto, one who took a nether Nizirut, or took a nether and violated the nether. In his Kakin Lo, Elin came Mona Behen Itzur Kiyamim Shernahag Behen Heter. So I'm say we don't allow you to be matzah, we don't allow Chacham to be matzah and this individual until they keep the nizirut or they keep the nether properly for the amount of time that they violated the nether. So I mean they need to repeat all the days that they violated the nether and nizirut, they need to repeat before we'll actually <coughs> acquiesce to be matzah in the nether. Then Rabbi Yotzi Omer, It's enough that we're konates them to keep at least 30 days in uh, that they violated the nether. If they violated for more than 30 days, um, mm. They will have to keep 30 days, and that will be sufficient for us to go and be mat in the nether. Or, on the other hand, if uh, it's less than 30 days, then you'll have to repeat the amount because it didn't reach up to 30 days. So neither of these can be the author of our Mishnah. Why? And the Gemara is going to discuss this. The Girsa in the Gemara is very difficult. We're going to follow the Girsa of Tosfos and the Rosh, uh, whereas the Girsa, the Girsa in our Gemara follows the Mifarish. But no matter whose Girsa, it's not so simple to read the upcoming Gemara. But let's just think about it in general, what the problems are here. Our Mishnah says, basically, that the days that the person violated the Ned Nizirut count towards the Nizirut. So it's clearly against the Chachamim, no matter what you say, that's against the Chachamim. Because the Chachamim believe you need to repeat the days that you violated the Nether or the Nizirut, and you have to repeat them beheter, I mean, you have to do them properly. So that's clearly against our Mishnah, no matter how long the Nizirut is. Whereas, according to Rabbi Yossi, it depends uh, how you read the Mishnah, it depends how you read Rabbi Yossi. But at least... Up front, we would think that Rabbi Yossi is also a problem for our <coughs> our Mishnah. Why? Because Rabbi Yossi says that we have to be konates the person to keep at least 30 days. Meaning that no more than 30 days, but if it's less than 30 days, we would also make them repeat those days. In that case, again, it's against our Mishnah. Against our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says all the days count towards Nizirut, and you never have to repeat any days. Now we're going to say, Ig Rabbonon. Now both the current, the Girsa of the Tosas and the Rosh is Kasha Nizirut Miruba. The interpretation of the Mephorish is Kasha Nizirut Mu'asit. Both of them say it's Lav And the question of Chachamim is either way. No matter what type of Nizirut you have here, our Mishnah and the Chachamim cannot be reconciled because the Chachamim believe you always have to repeat the number of days that you violate. Or our Mishnah says that they are Mutar. But I Rabiyosi, if it's Rabiyosi, Kasha Nizirut Mu'asit. At least according to the Tosos <coughs> and the Rosh, the question for Rabbi Yossi is when we're talking about an Azir Minizirut Mu'etet. Because in Azirut Mu'etet, a Nizirut Mu'etet means 30 days, meaning uh, a minimum Nizirut of that of 30 days. In that instance, Rabbi Yossi basically believes you need to repeat the Nizirut. And our Mishnah says, no, you don't have to repeat anything. You can count whatever days you've counted so far are good. Now, with a Nizirut Murubah, when we're talking about a large Nizirut over 30 days, meaning a large set of Nizirut, uh, Rabbi Yossi says, if, for instance, he had a 100-day Nizirut, and he kept 60 days of them so far, and he violated, in those 60 days, he drank wine. 
So Rabbi Yossi says, all he has to do is then repeat 30 days, and then continue on with his Nizir with the remaining 40 days, so he'll have 70 days to go. So according to the Rush, <coughs> at least that doesn't, or the Tosos, that doesn't necessarily not reconcile with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that we count the days. So what the way we're going to interpret the Mishnah means we count those days, excluding those 30. Meaning that even Rabbi Yossi agrees we're going to count the first 30 days as being good, and so to our Mishnah says that our Mishnah is going to agree to Rabbi Yossi about those 30 days. By his tame Rabbi Yossi, in Nizirus Merubah, we're going to say that a case of Rabbi Yossi is by Nizirus Merubah, that our Mishnah, our Mishnah is a case by Nizirus Merubah. That's with Shloshim Yom, so you only have to up undermine 30 days, not the whole Nizirut, and that Rabbi Yossi can agree to. Because when Riyosi says you have to be Sotar Akol, that was only in a 30-day or less Nizirut. In that case, you have to be Sotar Akol because 30 days is the minimum, and that's what the Knat minimum class that Rabbi Yossi gave. So our Mishnah was not addressing that case. Our Mishnah is addressing a case of a much longer Nizirut. In that case, even Rabbi Yossi agrees that most of the days will count towards your Nizirut, just 30 days that you have to repeat. And that's how we will reconcile Rabbi Yossi and our Mishnah. On the other hand, Ibai Sema Rabbonon, we will say that what? Ibai Sema, that it's the Rabbonon. And how are we going to explain it? It's Lotema Mishash Nazar. We're not going to read the Mishnah like it literally says, but in the time that he Nazar, Elohim Kim Mishash Nazar. He must repeat the number of days like when he started. So if we reinterpret the Lashon of the Mishnah to read Kim Mishash Nazar from the moment that he started taking his Nizirut, that means he has to repeat all the days. It's Okarakol. And that will work well according to the Chachamim. Just a uh, note here that the, again, the Mepharish learns the opposite way around, and that he had, <coughs> excuse me, the gear so reversed, and therefore he says that when does Rabiosi, when does it work for Rabiosi? Rabiosi is a case by Nazir Mu'etis. Ibai Tim Rabiosi, Masnisim Nazirus Ruba, aren't mission is a case of a big Nazirut, Ubraitso, same by Nazir Mu'etis. And Rabiosi says, when do I say that you need the 30 day case? That's only when it's a big Nazirut. But if I have a small Nazirut, I agree that you don't have to repeat anything. I don't have to. I agree to what the Mishnah says. And it's only in that bigger case that I need to have the Knas of 30 days. But less than 30 days, he can count the days even though he did them in Easter. And the Ibai's Tamal, the other possibilities like the Rabbanon according to the Mepharish. And then we're going to learn our Mishnah like the Brightza. And we're going to learn the Mishnah like the Brightza. <coughs> that whenever you take the Nazirut, like as if you have to repeat it again the same way that Tosas the Rush learned it Raji has an additional Lishna or the Mepharish has an additional Lishna that follows the Tosef that we won't get involved with but just wanted to clarify those two positions for you alright now Nishol HaChachamim Vethihiru Amar Rabbi Yirmiya Mida Beit Shammai Nishmal Beit Hillel from the position of Beit Shammai or from where Beit Shammai admits we're going to understand also Beit Hillel's position we're going to read again this Gemara according to the Tosvos the Farish has a slightly different interpretation, but Tosos was made much more simply in the Gemara here. Lava Amrei Beit Shammai Hektesh B'Tos Havi Hektesh Don't Beit Shammai agree that when you make a mistake, why by Hektesh, that it's not Hektesh, when that case came into Eagle and Milsa's left Shafir Nozer. That's in a case where we are okir than is Yerut, Mi'ikara, therefore Tetzivetir Be'ezer, therefore the animal that he was Makdesh from his Yerut doesn't count. Even though general Beit Shammai believed that Hektesh Tos works to be Hektesh, in this case, by the Nazirut, it won't work. Why? Because since we're undermining the Nazirut in its entirety, there was no reason. It was as if the person made a carbon or made a, a something hectic for no reason at all. In that case, even Beit Shammai agrees that it's not Nazirut. So the Beit Hillel, Nami. So from Beit Hillel, we'll also learn, Even though Beit Hillel in general believes that when you make hectic betos by mistake, it's uh, it's not a good hectic. By Tmura, they admit that when you make a mistake by Tmura, that that Tmura... <coughs> works and it still is functional and makes it into hectares. 
So, so too over there, we'll say the same thing. That's only if the original animal that you were matbitzen, meaning that, well, how does Tumura work? Tumura works is I take a second animal, I'm trying to make that, exchange it for the first animal. The Torah says that the first animal is hektesh, so is the second ha- animal hektesh. Now, what happens if I go back to a chacham and I'm matur neder on the first one? Say, for instance, I had an olah, so I made a neder on an olah, and then I went and biz, I said, Tumura, I've tried to create another animal to exchange for this animal. I took a, a, the next second animal, it said, this is in place of the original lot. The Torah says, both of them are olot now. Now I go back to the Chacham. After this, the person goes back to the Chacham and says, I want to be matter neder for the first olah. And he's successful. The Chacham was matter the neder. What happens to the Tumura? So we're going to say, from Beit Shammai, we're going to learn to Beit Shammai. If the original animal is in place, if the original animal is then undermined, the Tumura is also gone. Why? So we see from Beit Shammai that in Bejama's case, we see when the Nazirus goes away, so do the Karbanos go away because one is premised on the other. So too by Tmura for Bejama, even though they agree that when you make a mistake, Tmura still functions. But nevertheless, if we're going to undermine or take away the original Tmura, so too the, the original animal that the Tmura was premised on, then the Tmura will fall away as well. Because the Tmura was only premised on the fact that there was a Bejama that was Kodesh here. Once you take away the Bejama of Kodesh, there no longer is any need for our Tmura. Amamar. So again, this is a quote from our Mishnah. Why the Gemara here says, Amamar, it's strange. And Mephari says something also very interesting. He says, it is our Mishnah. That's the way the Yerushalmi interprets uh, such statements, which is also interesting because we're obviously not in Yerushalmi, but <coughs> maybe the Lushonos and Nazir we've seen before are Mishunet. And so too, just like they uh, in many ways draw from the Yerushalmi, so too over here, maybe it's drawing from the Yerushalmi. Okay, Itmar, Ma'aser. When it comes to Ma'aser Behema, which we saw in our Mishnah, was the proof that Beit Shammai wants to use against Beit Hillel, that when you make a mistake, it's still Kodesh. So now, does that work? That's only if you make a mistake. That the tenth one is Kodesh. When you call the ninth one the tenth, or you call the eleventh one the tenth, or the tenth one ninth, they're all three Kodesh. In those instances, that's only if you make a mistake. But if you intend to make all three of them Kodesh through Ma'aser Behema, that does not work. It's not, not only is it when you make a mistake, but even if you intend to make them Kodesh, then you certainly can make all of them Kodesh. So Rav says to Rav Nachman, For you who limits this principle in Meister Behema that the ninth, tenth, and eleventh can all be Kodesh, is only limited to when it's a mistake. The the proof that Beit Shammai brought against Beit Hillel from Meister Behemo, Vishtiku Beit Hillel. And Beit Hillel's silence don't respond. I mean, they do respond, and they say that this is Xerza Kotu, but they had a better answer. What are you talking about? Meister doesn't work. Meister Behemo only works when you make a mistake. Then it's Kodosh. But if you do it intentionally, it doesn't work. How could you bring a proof from that to normal Hektesh? Normal Hektesh requires Kavona. Requires you to have specific intent for it to be hektish, and now you want to suggest because of that, if by meister behema, where specific intent doesn't work, that a mistake by regular hektish should work. The two cases are not comparable; they don't function in the same way. This is the reason Beit Hillel did not answer this way. Why? The kavachomeru ma master shein kadosh master that you can't make kadosh intentionally kadosh betos works by mistake. Hekdesh that's Kaddish by intent, certainly should work by mistake. 
Belohi. So now this Belohi is a question. Is this the response to the Gemara? The Farish says this is a response to Rav Simi from the Gemara, un- rejecting Rav Simi's statement. On the other hand, Tosos believes that Rav Simi is continuing in his statement here that this is a poor Kal V'chomer. Belohi. Why is this a bad Kal V'chomer? The Hekdesh Bedata Demari Talit. That is, Hekdesh itself requires the Das HaBalim. The Balim have to intend for something to become Kodesh. So how could you make such a Kal V'chomer? If you say Meister works, because the whole point of Meister is the Hekdesh comes through counting. It's not through intent, but simply through counting. Therefore, if you make a mistake, it could become Kodesh. But here, by Kodesh itself, <coughs> you need intent of the Balim to create the Kodesh. So why should we then say that a mistake works? Because you need intent. Without intent, maybe it doesn't work at all. And therefore, it will remain a question on Rav Yitzchak. Because right? Rav Yitzchak says, Ta'uto, below Kavanato. If it only works by mistake and not by Kavanah, then Beit should have had a good answer to Beit and they should have used his answer. So the <coughs> Tosal says that Rav Yitzchak can always differentiate and say that no, actually Rav Nachman, it's not a question on Rav Nachman. Why didn't Beit answer for them? Rav Nachman can say that Beit had a different answer, or just as good answer. That was a good answer. That's why they didn't bring the answer over here. Alright, next Mishnah. <coughs> we saw this Mishnah. Alright, we've seen this Mishnah or similar type of Mishnah in the Dara. Mishnah Nazir. person took a net in his root. And then he went to find the animals. He had separated animals or animals that he intended to use for Ziru. So Matasha Nignava, he sees that it was stolen in the interim. If he took the nether prior to his animal being stolen, Nazar, how is a Nazir? He took the nether Ziru, then he is a Nazir. Because the stealing of the animal, the animal being missing, is an issue of Nolad. Something that came up after the point. And we know that you can't be Oker Nether Bit Nolad. The Emission Nignava Behemto. If it was, he took the Nezirut after the animal was stolen, Nazar, Enu Nazir. In that case, he's not a Nazir, because the whole premise for his Nether Nezirut was the fact that he had the animal here. And now if the animal's gone, then he never really intended to make a Nether Nezirut. This mistake Nachum Amadi made when Nezirim came out from the Gola, and then they found that the Beit Megdash was destroyed. So Nachum Amadi made a mistake and used Nola to be matched the nether from him. He said to them, Armalem Nachum Amadi, Yaitim Yodim Shebeit HaMikdash Kharav, had you known the base HaMikdash would be destroyed, Hayitim Nozrim, would you ever take this nether in his youth? Armalem, no. He said, no way, Vehetiram Nachum Amadi. And Nachum Amadi says, you're okay, you don't have to keep the nether in his youth. But the destruction of the base HaMikdash is Nola, it's something new. When they took the nether in his youth, they didn't know the base HaMikdash was still standing. And therefore when it was destroyed later, that's Nola, and you can't be matched nether like this. So that was the question. Similar to what we had with Gnepa prior to this in the Mishnah, whoever took their Ned Nazirus prior to the destruction of the base of Mikdash, Nazir remains in Nazir because it's no life for them. If they took their Ned Nazirus after the destruction of the base of Mikdash, then their Neder Nezirut is not a Neder Nezirut because the whole Nezirut was premised on the ability to bring the Karbanos to the Migdash. And now that there's no Migdash, their Neder Nezirut never took effect. So Tosa says, well, isn't every Petach Nolad? Tosa asked this here, he asked it in the Dorim, he asked it by the story of Rabbi Akiva, by Kabba Sabuah. Isn't every Petach Neder, by definition, Nolad? He took the Neder, at the point of the Neder, he didn't remember, he didn't think about this item, and now all of a sudden we're trying to <clears throat> we're trying to bring something new, or if had you known this, or if this would have happened, would you have done this? Those are all nolad. So Tosfos here differentiates between what's called nolad shchiach and nolad jenu shchiach. If something normally would happen, if this is something that a person should have in mind, then we assume at the point that he took the net there, this is something that he 
in the back of his mind or subconsciously he's thinking about that if this happens, this nether is not effective. And therefore, when we do a petach la nether, even though now the information is coming out as new, nevertheless, it works because that was what he had in mind. We would have thought that this is what he considered or was in his considerations when he took the nether to root. But if it's something that's unusual or something that he would never consider, therefore we say, what? This is not, a, that is a case of no lot because he would never have thought about this at the time of his nether. He would have not even had considered such a possibility when he took the nether and therefore it's no lot. It's something totally new and therefore you can't be mocked the nether. So both of our cases over here in our Mishnah, Nignava, the fact that his animal was stolen, or Harab Beit Migdash were both items that were way outside of the realm of possibilities he would have thought of. Since they're way outside the realm of possibilities he would have thought of, they are, not, they are considered no lot. <clears throat> Whereas cases where it's something that he should have known about, or something he could have known about, or would have thought about possibly at the time of his nether, we don't consider that no lot, because we say that's within the context of which he took his nether. They're Rabbanan overwhelmed or overcame Rabbi Eliezer. And they convinced him to learn like them. What is that? It's not. We have a Mishnah in Nidorim that we have a Machlokas about Nolad. In the Mishnah in Nidorim it says, Potrin Nolad, Dibri Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says, You can use Nolad as a Petach Lenether. But the Chum saying, You cannot use Nolad. So here we see in Nidorim, we see that there is a Machlokas with regards to Nolad, whereas over here in our Mishnah, we don't see any machlokas from Rabbi Eliezer. So first of all, the, the, the Mepharish understands this because Nadarim came before Nazir. And if Nadarim came before Nazir and we see a machlokas in Nadarim, and now in Nazir we see there is no machlokas, it must be the Chum convinced Rabbi Eliezer uh, over to their side or convinced them of his position. But it tells us that we know Rabbi Eliezer was alive at the time of the Chorban Beit HaMikdash. And Rabbi Eliezer was alive at the time of the Chorban Beit HaMikdash. And we have a case up here that came before Nachum Amadi and the Chachamim. How come Rabbi Lezer never voiced an opinion? Must be because he didn't, what? He didn't believe that Nolad was used. If he doesn't believe Nolad used, that means that he reversed his position from that which took place in Nidarim. Now, Vama Rova, Rova says, Avagav Dama Rabbanon, even though Rabban saying, Potchim Nolad, that you can't use Nolad as a petach, Aval Potchim Bitznai Nolad, you can use Tznai Nolad as a petach. What is the case of Tznai Nolad? Hechidami, Amri Lahon Iloata Inish. Right, had someone come along at the time you take the netter, had someone come along and told you that the base was destroyed, would you have taken such a netter? And of course the person would say no. And in that case it would be a petach the nether. So how's this different than no light? So if we look in the rush, the rush says over here <coughs> Since the person is conditioning his regret on the advice of others, that's considered a petach. Even though their advice has something to do with that came in the future, wasn't wasn't there at the time he took his nether, right? Wasn't extant when he took the nether. Lo mikre nolad. It's not considered nolad because he goes back because of their advice. You know, we're saying that Altosos reads similar to the rush and says that here we're talking about not charata but rather a petach. <coughs> so if you look in the Tosos, Tosos found on Lamed Gimel Lamed Bet. So he says over there, Potchum Itznayt Lolad, Ilu Ba Ben Adam Elecha B'Shashin Adarta. Had someone come along at the time that you were taking your nether, via Miatzcha, gave you advice. Kiulai Charav Beit Hamikdash. Maybe the Beit Hamikdash will will be destroyed. Term Kol Nizirutecha before your Nizirut is finished. Kum Nadarta. Would you not take a nether? Zed Dom LeCharata. And this is similar to Charata. Ilu Ba Sarab Ben Adam Shifais Ucha. We had these similar cases in the Darim. Ten people came along. And tried to be in Faisu, Mina Darta, would you take an Eder? Shame that Chelek made the Tamiya Pius. 
In these cases, it doesn't matter what the generates the regret or the appeasement. Even though the regret here has to do with no lad, that's the idea of pius. That's the idea of this lower form of being So if we're talking about from the individual that derives from the individual himself, there he can't use no lad. Whereas if we say, had other people come along at the time that you took the nether and given you such advice, would you have listened to that advice? And if he said, yes, I would, of course, I wouldn't have done it, then we say, that's not a problem, no lot, because this involves other people. And other people, <clears throat> it's not important what they say or what they use. The question was, had someone said something to you at that time, would you have not done it? That's not no lot, because the regret was extant at the time that you would have taken the nether. Because had possibly someone come at that time and said this to you, you would have regretted the nether and you wouldn't have taken the nether. And that would be sufficient. So that's called t'nai no lot. So Amar of Yosef, back in the Gemara, Amar of Yosef, had I been at the time, have a meeting in the home, I would have said to them, Haktiv, in the Yirmiyo, it says, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heima, Zemikdish Rishon, Mikdash Sheni. So now the question of what Rabbi Yosef is saying here is subject to interpretation. There are two possibilities. Either Rabbi Yosef is saying, even for the people who took their ned there after the Chorban Abayas, they should have known about the Chorban Abayas. Why is that a good excuse for them? Even if it was after the Chorban Abayas, they should have known that the base of Magdash would be destroyed, because they have a Pasuk in that says, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, One is the Migdash Rishon, one is the Migdash Sheni, which implies that the base of Migdash would be destroyed again in Bayit Sheni. So they should have known that was a possibility that the Migdash would be destroyed in Bayit Sheni. If that's the case, if they should have known of that possibility, and they take the netter, even so, they take the netter after the base of Migdash is destroyed, we can't say that there's any petach nether for them because they should have been aware of this fact. That's one way to learn it. The other way to learn it, Rav Yosef, is, oh, I could have given them a petach nether. Even for those, right, who took their nether prior to the destruction of the base of Migdash, we should say that this is nolad deshchiach. This is nolad they should have known about. And therefore it's included in their nether, a condition in their nether. Why? Because everybody knows that the base of Migdash is going to be destroyed according to your Mio. If that's the case, that the base of Migdash is going to be destroyed according to your Mio, then when they took their nether, they had to consider that fact. And they only took it based on the fact that they thought they could get their netter done before the base of Mikdash was destroyed. And the fact that they didn't know that is, is the fact that they didn't, uh, whatever, they didn't know at the exact moment it was, the base of Mikdash was still extant at that time, doesn't help, <coughs> doesn't, uh, doesn't detract from the fact, or it doesn't make it into Nolad, because they knew that it was going to happen, and therefore it's Nolad Dishriach. All right, then the Gemara continues. Uh, All right, it's true they knew that it was going to be destroyed. They didn't know when it would be destroyed. So according to the two interpretations, the one question, if you say that Rabbi Yosef is coming to support those people who took the nether before it was destroyed and to tell us that well, this is no la dishchiach, this is no shchiach. No, it's why it should be shchiach. This is no they know shchiach. Why is they know shchiach? Because nobody knows when it was going to be destroyed. They knew it would be destroyed, but they didn't know when. So therefore, they thought, ah, I don't need to, uh, I don't need to worry about the base of Mikdash. I'm taking my nether no matter what, because I don't think the base of Mikdash is going to be destroyed in the near term. Whereas, or the other interpretation that says, Rabbi is coming to question those people even who took it after the base of Mikdash. They should have known that the base of Mikdash was destroyed. Okay, sure, they knew the base of Mikdash would be destroyed, but they didn't know when. So they thought when they took their nether that the base of Mikdash was still around. So I'm Rabbi Velo Yadin. What do you mean they don't know when the base of Mikdash was destroyed? Active, it says in Daniel. I will once again destroy your city and your Mikdash after 77, right? Which is what? I'm going to take Shvayim Shivim, that you're going to take <coughs> 7 times 70, means 70 Shemitot, 
70 Shemitah, which is 490 years. Well, we know that Galut Bavel lasted for 70 years. So if you take 490 minus 70, you have 420 years, which is the amount of time that the second bias was going to stand. So everybody knew that the second base was going to be destroyed after 420 years. So, well, if that's the case, so again, either according to the two interpretations, if that's the case, everybody should have known about it, then either it's no Shchiach, it should be considered no Shchiach, and we should be Mater Neder for even those people that took it before the base was destroyed, or according to the other interpretation, then <clears throat> it was something that was so obvious and people should have known about it. Even if they took it after the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, they should still have to keep the Nazirut because they should have known the Beis Hamikdash was going to be destroyed. We know exactly when it was going to be destroyed. So Gemara says, no, it's still not so exact. Even though we knew what year was going to be destroyed, and we didn't know when in that year, whether it was in the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, the end of the year. Since we didn't know that, they thought they could finish up the Nazirut in that time period. And therefore, it's an Anova Jainu Shchiach because they didn't know exact day when it would be destroyed, or it's not a good enough claim against those who took their Nazirus after the Beis this was destroyed because they didn't know, even though they knew that Beis was destroyed this year, they didn't know when, and they thought they could finish their Nazirus in time to get through before the Megdash uh, was destroyed. Or we'll stop here because tomorrow's daf is very short and we'll use this mission to, as a platform to do tomorrow's daf.